Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Agilitys podcast, the series where we chat to our public sector partners to discuss how digital tools are being used to transform services and drive positive outcomes for all. My name is Austin Clark and I'm delighted to be your host for this discussion, which focuses on Agilitys' partnership with Bolton Council and our recent work to develop a game-changing data strategy. This strategy will set free the organisation's data and unlock insights that will shape the Council's engagement and activities and drive some pretty sophisticated service delivery. Joining me to discuss this hot topic in more detail are two people who were instrumental in the delivery of this strategy. We have Emily Brook, Assistant Director for Strategy and Partnerships at Bolton Council, and Kate Hemstock, Senior Data and Insight Consultant at Agilisys. Emily and Kate, welcome. Thank, Thank you, you Austin. <laughs> Hi. So, Emily, uh, to, to kick us off, the first question is for, for you. Uh, can you please tell us more about the data strategy work that the Bolton Council and Agilisys have, have recently completed? I can, Austin. Um, and thanks for thanks for asking us to come and talk about this today. I know that not just councils, but um, a variety of public sector organisations are are struggling with this. So, so actually, um, if we can be any help in that, then, then we're happy to do that from where we've got to. Our data strategy work came out of um, came out of the foundations of where we're at at the moment. Um, as you charmingly said, we have some very sophisticated services in Bolton. Um, we have some fantastic services uh, in Bolton. We have some fantastic people in Bolton. We have brilliant communities in Bolton and we're, we're very much minded towards public sector reform and towards trying to do things in different, more modern ways and trying to reposition our role strategically um, as a council uh, in, in a more kind of modern place leadership um, approach to doing, to doing local government. And when I came into the Bolton, um, I think one of the one of the, th- the things that a lot of people said to me is actually we really struggle to do some of that without understanding our organisational data. We've got pockets where we're very good, but as a as a capability, um, it can sometimes feel like when we're setting out to improve something, we kind of know where we're going, where we're trying to get to, but we don't really have a map to get us there, and we don't really understand the problem properly. Um, and that's that's really hard for people. It takes longer, um, it's more manual, and it doesn't always give us the right answers. So we knew that we needed to do a piece of work that took a good kind of dig under the surface of where we are and where we want to get to. Uh, and that's how this piece of work came about. Fantastic. That's kind of an exciting piece of work, an exciting time for Bolton Council then in, in, in that respect. So, Kate, from from your perspective, what did this program entail, and and how did you deliver it? Yeah, uh, no problem, and yeah, absolutely, really exciting piece of work, and very happy to have had the opportunity to meet Emily and work with her on this piece of work. Um, so, for us, from uh, Agilis's perspective, it's all about getting to know Bolton Council, uh, in particular the people who work there. So, focusing in on people who are in those analytical roles and working with data. But of course, the the wider organisation, those data consumers and thinking about how they use data and insight. So 
Um, using our data strategy framework, we uh, worked with Emily and her colleagues to build a picture of the current state. Um, so as Emily said, kind of digging under the surface and understanding what's going on and where are we now. Um, so thinking about things like skills and experience that are in place, the tools and technology that Bolton have got available to them and the opportunities kind of in that space. Uh, and, and as I say, the wider organisation's approach to using data and insight in their roles. Um, we then turn focus into the in, towards the desired future state. So what does good look like for the council? You know, where are we trying to get to? As Emily said, we, we, we've got that destination in mind, but do we really understand the steps we need to take to get there? Um, so taking a look at those practical steps from a people process and technology perspective. And then I think the other element that's really, really important for, for Bolton was thinking about and starting to, to talk and socialise the idea of um, use cases. So those targeted initiatives using data and analytics to tackle a specific issue, a specific problem statement to um, demonstrate the value of data and analytics to the wider organization and also to, to partner organizations and communities in terms of you know, why, why the, the council is investing in this journey to become more data driven. Given what you've said there, why is this such a key piece of work for the council? That's probably one for you, Emily. Absolutely happy to answer that, Austin. Um, I think uh, that what, what I'd add to what Kate said as well, because thinking back over the huge amount of work that was covered there, it was all done in about 12 weeks. Um, yeah. And that's um, astonishingly speedy for, for the amount of 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 steps forward that we took in in our knowledge and our understanding of of this um and i think that's that's part of why this was a really key piece of work um we we knew that we wanted something that was very very kind of broad and holistic in scope so we didn't just want a kind of digital initiative we didn't want a let's just look at an idea of how we could use data for something we wanted to look right from the start at the future of, of data as an organizational capability. And I think that goes into the importance of it really. I I would be stunned with, with my more years than I like to count of, of working across the public sector, if in 10, 15 years time, you have people in senior positions in, in local government and the public sector who, who don't use data as a key part of their literacy like you'd expect any senior leader to be able to read a budget sheet right now and to interpret it and to make decisions based off it data is going to be like that there is no way of escaping that so um this is a this is a fundamental rather than a a nice to have from my perspective which makes it quite critical um we wanted to we wanted to look i touched on the fact we wanted to be this holistic this to be quite holistic so we didn't just want to look at technology we wanted to look at, at processes at the skills of of our um excellent analyst team we're really really lucky we've got a brilliant analyst team who really want to make this work um and and also around our culture around data use because we all uh, those of us who who came from analytical backgrounds like Kate and I all know that you can have as much good data as you want but if you don't know what to do with it and you don't make decisions based off it it's a big old waste of everybody's time uh, so we wanted to look at the culture around that as well um 
And uh, yeah, I just think this is a key part of how we do how we do public sector reform going forward. If we don't understand the interactions that citizens have with the council, with other organisations that affect their lives, we're not going to be able to make things better. It's like trying to, uh, I, I'm boring. I do a jigsaw from time to time. It's like trying to do a jigsaw about the box. It's a good analogy, isn't it? Yeah, and you, you touched on leadership there. And was this program of work and, and, and the, the kind of resulting strategy that came out of it visible to your CLT? So this was visible at a number of levels in the organisation and um, it's uh, and it, it continues to be as we kind of work um, post the initial piece of work. Um, we a lot of the work was among the analyst community because those are the people who know the the data best and those are the people that we trust as an organization to understand that data and and how it could best be used um we've done a lot of socialization of the use cases with with senior leadership we're already having discussions that we wouldn't have been having 12 months ago about um looking at projects to um to stop people from going into residential care if they if they can possibly be kept close to their homes we know that's better for people we know that's better for their for their families for their health so um we're looking at this very much from a resident perspective and our leadership are a really crucial part of that brilliant and i guess my next question but before we go on to look at the outcomes and, and what this work enables with bolton for bolton even is how you brought all of the different kind of elements together, all of the different groups of people, both within Bolton and uh, from Agilisys. And, and how did that, that work? And I, I guess the starting point for that is why did you choose to work with Agilisys? I can tell you why we chose to work with Agilisys. I think Kate will have something really good to offer on the kind of how we brought people together piece because um, they were so helpful in that, um, Kate and, and Dora Mara and the team. Uh, we, in terms of why we chose to work for Agilisys, um, we started from the position of looking at assessing whether we had the skills and capacity and capability to do this piece of work internally. We, we just don't. Like, um, like, like many public sector organisations, we don't have the broad range of skills that it takes to pull together a piece of work like this, particularly on the the data platform and um, and uh, technology side, when when you're kind of new to doing this um, on an organisational wide level, you're not going to have a load of people who completely understand it uh, and have twelve weeks to throw it at bringing it all together. So we we really wanted to to make sure that we had the best expertise around the table to tackle. Um, an issue that we can't afford to, to misunderstand or get wrong. Um, we um, uh, also kind of wanted, and I think Kate will come on to this in the how, how it works section, but we wanted to have a bit of neutral brokerage on this. So um, data is, is not going from kind of naught to 60 over a period of years in how you use data isn't simple and we know that and it means that you don't you're not just bringing together the people who use the data like information governance were critical in this project um the whole range of kind of operational staff who were critical in this and um and bringing being able to kind of bring 
convene those people in a space and get those current and future state assessments to an agreed point and find areas where we can agree, areas that we need to work through and to spend the the right time to bring the people with you on this is a real skill um, and it's a skill that takes time. Um, and we once we got to that point of knowing that we needed some external support, we looked at a couple of options. What um, what stuck out for me when I originally discussed this work with with the team from Agilisys was that um, <laughs> I've uh, I've I've worked with the good, the bad, and the ugly of consultants in my time. <laughs> and um, what I love about Agilisys is they employ a lot of people who have a really solid public sector background, as well as having people who are have more traditional consultancy skills and people who bring both to the table, uh, like Kate does. And that means that when I go into a conversation with Kate, she's not just talking to me as a consultant. She's talking to me as somebody who understands what keeps me awake at night and understands the things that I worry about. And that gave me a huge amount of confidence in working with that team. Fantastic. And, and Kate, uh, what, what would you like to add on that point? Um, so actually, uh, yeah, thank you, Emily. Um, really great testament to, to me and the team. Um, so Bolton was my first project after joining Agilisys, actually. And as Emily's referred to, my, my background is in the public sector. So I worked in policing for 13 years, working with data and analytics. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I do like to think that I bring that experience. And when I'm speaking to people like Emily and her colleagues in Bolton Council, and they're telling me about their, their current challenges, their pain points, um, I, I've kind of I've lived and breathed them myself, but in a different public sector organisation. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, um, but I certainly really enjoyed working with Bolton. Uh, and it was a, it was a dream first project for me, having come into Agilisys shortly before that. I think um, one of the crucial elements to enable any organisational transformation is is buy in. Um, and as Emily's um, spoken about and alluded to, it was really apparent from the start that they have that in Bolton for this for this project and for, you know, for advancing the way that Bolton delivers public services. Um, and this is it, it was really clear at a leadership level and. Um, among all the different practitioners that we spoke to um, during the engagement as well. I think uh, the steering group for the project, so we worked with Emily and also Lynn and Lucy, they were genuinely passionate and enthusiastic about the project throughout. It was really clear from when we started talking to them and we all formed a really great working relationship over the course of the project. Um, our delivery team, so Emily's mentioned Mara and Dora as well, who worked on this with me from Agilisys. Um, and we just happened to be an all-female team working with an all-female steering group. So we'd often reflect on that in terms of, you know, um, how proud we were to be working together as women in digital and data. Um, and then I think just to pick up on Emily's point about the analysts, the, the analysts at Bolton Council were absolutely fantastic. Um, we spoke to analysts across all different directorates from the council, and we really noted the talent, the commitment, the passion. We spoke with analysts who were exploring advanced analytics. They were using tools like R and Python, you know, in, in that endeavor to provide new insights to the organization and really drive that data-driven approach. So all the ingredients and all the elements were there. And then myself and the team came in, got to work with fantastic people to just support, to pull all of that together um, and, you know, provide that, that needed uh, capacity 
to to do that quite quickly to be able to accelerate things. That's great. And I guess that comes back to to your point, Emily, that that this programme wasn't just about technology. It was as much about people and culture uh, as well. Absolutely. If not more so, to be honest, because... Again, we've all probably come across organisations that have spent a fortune on on capabilities to do with data, but nobody uses it or nobody makes decisions based on it. And actually, your, your people are fundamental. And I think that's a wider lesson for for digital transformation in general is, is that it should always be a, a business and a people change that's enabled by technology, never the other way around. Um, because uh, I think that's why a lot of big digital projects fail, actually. Um, and I think the research out there supports that. It's certainly something I've seen in the past. Um, but yeah, Kate, Kate and, and Dora and Mara did a superb job of providing a space where everybody could feel safe to, to make their input um, and to bring their expertise to the table and to feel valued. And uh, and they were just a joy to work with as well. That's That's nice. I mean, what Kate said about us being a kind of all-female team, I've never worked on a project like this that had a all-female kind of leadership team to it before um and what a joy that was it's something we reflected on when we did our purse our post project catch up on international women's day um the uh that wouldn't have happened 10 years ago so yeah something i'm very proud of fantastic glad to hear it so now that you've got your your data strategy what does it mean for for bolton council and the way you you work and, and and the service you can deliver to your customers uh, so um it means that our understanding of this is a million miles away from where it was this time last year uh we we know where the where the where the issues are we know where the opportunities are we know what it would take to get there we know the the kind of the broadly what investment would be needed and where we know the skills that we we're lacking um we have we have the box now we have the box for the jigsaw uh, for the 3000 piece jigsaw um it also because this will surprise nobody else who works in local government it also means that we need to go through some governance uh, before we reach the next stages of approvals and all those things um but but hey uh, such is such is the the wonderful life of the public sector. The joys of governance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I adore it. <laughs> <laughs> Kate, from your perspective as a, a data and insight consultant, what does that strategy mean from, from your side? So I think um, in terms of Bolton's uh, journey, they're, they're, as Emily said, for, further along than they were before, which you'd like to, to hope, wouldn't you? Um, and I think, you know, the the clearly articulating the future state um, for, for everyone in the organization, you know, from leadership, you know, all the way through to partners, to the communities of Bolton, being able to articulate where Bolton wants to go, what the ambition is, and having that roadmap with those, those clearly defined steps of how to get there, um, I think just puts Bolton in a fantastic position. Um, and it's just really, you know, from my perspective, working in the data and insights practice at Agilisys, uh, it just really is an absolute pleasure to be able to work with 
public sector to be able to support them to go on this journey to becoming you know data driven and making the absolute best use of what is an incredibly valuable resource as Emily talked about previously um, in in you know taking taking that rich data that we have in our in our public sector um, and bringing it together to draw out actionable insights. So again, back to something Emily said, we don't want to just draw insights for the sake of it to be able to say, oh, well, that's nice, that's interesting. Actually, what are we going to do with that? How does it help us to make um, a, you know, a better decision to inform outcomes for our communities? Absolutely. And and how do I'm really looking forward to getting to a point where we can unleash our analysts as well. Um, we have such talented people. And uh, again, anybody who's come from that kind of analytical background will know that if you're in an organization where this isn't um, at the at the level of capability that we want, you, you spend so much time on the processing and on the on looking for data, on trying to match bits and pieces up. And um, our people, if we can find better ways for them to be able to spend their time, they will give us so much information that can make a difference to so many people's lives. Fantastic. And that that's what we, we do this job for, ultimately, isn't it? So clearly we want more local authorities, more organisations across the public sector to, to follow suit and, and kind of learn from, from this. So what advice would you give other organisations looking to embark on a similar journey? And Kate, I'm going to start with you. Okay, um, so I think um, I, I think Emily's already nailed the answer. Actually, to be honest, when she talked about people and the importance of putting people right at the heart of your transformation journey, uh, so I think that's absolutely fundamental. I think there's something around recognizing that the foundations are really important and this is a journey and it needs to go in phases um so it's very easy to fall into the trap and, and we do see this um across all sectors but it's something that we, we we're very aware of it's easy to fall into the trap of thinking that you can throw all of your data into a data lake employ some data scientists and then you're going to have all the answers and, and you're going to be able to magically transform your service. And actually, there's a lot of foundational work that needs to be done and, and it does need to be thought of, as I say, as a journey in phases. It takes time. Um, and I think related to that, some, some of that foundational stuff isn't necessarily the juicy, sexy stuff. It's not necessarily the advanced analytics, the, the being able to be predictive um, sorry, Emily's laughing at me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. the, 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 you know, the interactive self-service dashboards with Q&A functionality. Some of it is some of the driest stuff, perhaps stuff that Emily's referred to when we've been talking. Things like the information governance, the security around the data. Are we managing the data appropriately? Is it of, is it of sufficient quality so that when we draw insights from it, we feel that we can comfortably rely on those insights in our decision making? Um, so there's something about the foundations. And then I think just looping back to where we talked about use cases, so use cases need to be seen as that that really valuable sort of um, enabler or accelerator that helps you to build interest and buy in for your transformation, because it does need to be organizational wide transformation and everybody's got to go on the journey with you. So everyone, whatever their role is, needs to make their connection with data and insight and understand what it means to them. In, in delivering the responsibilities in their role and how the, it can contribute to the outcomes that they're trying to achieve. Um, so there's something around 
you know, the communications around the programme of work that you're doing and building in those opportunities to to really visibly show those benefits of using data and analytics. So use cases are really, really crucial to that. Brilliant. And, and Emily, the final word is with you. Uh, I agree with everything that uh, Kate said, which has been a worryingly common theme throughout this. Um, we, we've, been, <laughs> we've, we've, we've radically agreed many, many times. Um, and I, uh, I think um, the only point I'd add to supplement that from for people who are thinking about doing this from my sort of job is just remember that not everybody is a techie and not everybody will naturally understand the some of the stuff associated with this it can be really complicated and because of that I think you have to be comfortable enough in your own work to go and talk to everybody about what this means for people and what it means for residents and citizens that's what we're all here for and going out kind of um hiding behind talking about um, like really technical stuff just just doesn't it isn't the reason why people came to to work in the public sector so if you can go out and say actually why are we using this are we using this to um to keep kids safe are we using this to improve the way that we collect bins are we using this to work better with our partners to achieve something really different for our people whatever it is you have to know why you're doing it Indeed. Fabulous. That's a great place to end, Emily. So, uh, yeah, thank you both. Uh, Thanks for joining us and and for for taking the time to to share so much terrific insight. Thank you. Thank you, Austin. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to this latest episode of the Agilisys podcast. I hope you enjoyed the discussion as much as I did. Further podcasts from this series can be found wherever you get your podcasts. And there's loads more public sector-specific information, ideas, case studies and key learnings at agilisys.co.uk. There, you can also find out about our regular events and webinars that will focus on specific areas of transformation, including data. Once again, thanks for listening. We hope to welcome you back very soon.